0: And now, here's your host, Tom Barton. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Believe in the Ivy League. It is week three in the Ivy League, and last week we have a lot of eye-opening things going on in the Ivies. We're going to take a look back at last week, what happened last week, and move forward into what is coming up for this week's games. I'm Tom Barton from TomBartonSports.com. You guys want to go check me out at TomBartonSports.com. I am absolutely on fire right now. College football, I am absolutely crushing it. The NFL had a 4-0 opening week, and after that, still with my head above water and still making money every single week. I haven't had a losing week yet. Right now, absolutely crushing it at TomBartonSports.com. Go check me out, TomBartonSports.com there. Go check out Tom Barton Sports over on YouTube, Tom Barton Sports on Twitter if you want to talk to me, or TomBartonSports at gmail.com. Also a good way to get in touch with me. All right, guys, look, let's get right into this thing. And you, you start to look back and you go, okay, we have to look back at last week and what happened. Harvard jumps out as one of the teams that is concerning right now. Look, Harvard gets the win. down in Brown. They go to Providence, Rhode Island. They walk away with a win. But this Harvard defense was supposed to be their calling card. Harvard's defense was supposed to be what they were going to lean on. Harvard's defense was supposed to be one of, if not the best defense in this conference. And Harvard's defense was playing really well. They were up huge. They were up 35-7 going into the fourth quarter. You could say that they called the dogs off or whatever, but 21 points in the fourth quarter and 28 points in the second half but the Harvard defense has to be concerning. Harvard gets the win, and I'm nitpicking here, ripping them apart for a 2-0 record and a 1-0 in the Ivy Leagues and getting a win on the road. But 21 points in the fourth quarter in any way, shape, or form, you don't like to see. 28 points in the second half, you don't like to see. Harvard had a solid game offensively. It's their defense that is supposed to be their calling card that I'm a little concerned with there. Columbia goes out. They absolutely trounced Georgetown. They they were supposed to. They win this game 42-6. In Washington, D.C., complete effort by Columbia, who actually was held scoreless in the first quarter. After that, went crazy. Fourth quarter, 22 points. Columbia just kept pouring it on. Columbia looks a lot better than I think that we gave them credit for. In a game that had a total set at 36 by the oddsmakers, uh, Penn wins 12 to nothing. Uh, by the way, they were an half point favorite. Yeah, they covered. Uh, Penn wins 12 to nothing at home against Lafayette. You want to talk about a defensive effort? Here it is. Defensive effort all day long for Penn who wins in Philadelphia. They move to 2-0 and 2-0 at home. Yale upends Cornell, 38-14. Little problem there. It was a one-sided affair from the beginning. It was 28-7 at the half, and then they never really looked back. Going on the road, getting their win, They're 1-1 and overall, 1-0 and in the Ivies, and Yale feels better about themselves today. Princeton should not. Princeton, we want to talk about spread right, which we don't really get into too much in the show, but Princeton was a 24-point favorite. They won 29-17 over Lehigh and really needed a, a second-half performance. It was 10-10 at the half. And Princeton, their offense is supposed to carry the day. Their offense got it done with 29 points. You can't get upset about that, but there's a lot of threes on that board. They settled for a lot of field goals, guys. Princeton does, however, move to 2-0, Lehigh only scored 17, so he could take away some defensive uh, prowess there for Princeton. Dartmouth was supposed to be, by most pundits, the team that wins this division, this conference, and rules. And they were supposed to rule because of their tremendous defense. Well, their defense absolutely fell apart in their final overtime loss. 38-31 to Sacred Heart. Sacred Heart ran for 134 yards on them. Sacred Heart passed for almost 300 yards on them. Dartmouth... Offensively, listen. Offensively, they they put up 500 yards of offense. You can't get mad at that. And Dartmouth was up 21 to 3 after the first quarter. That's the way this was supposed to go. It was close to a three touchdown spread. Dartmouth was supposed to absolutely crush the Sacred Heart team, and they were doing just that. And then they fell apart. And it's their defense that fell apart. And their offense late in the game also did. Sacred Heart scored 7 in the uh, in the fourth to 0 for Dartmouth, 7 in overtime to 0 for Dartmouth. So Dartmouth, who was supposed to lead this division, who was supposed to be the standard bearer in this division, not only lost, but they lost because of their defense was a problem. Defense was a problem for Dartmouth, who was supposed to have the best defense in the league. Defense was a problem for Harvard, although they did get the win. So these are things that we have to watch moving forward. And as we do move forward, let's take a look at Dartmouth against Penn. This is Friday night's game. It's going to be 7 o'clock in Hanover, New Hampshire, Dartmouth Field, Memorial Field out there. Dartmouth has has got to come back and show us that their defense is what we thought it was. Now, Penn plays defensive game. Just won the game 12-0, right? Penn is a perfect kind of fodder for Dartmouth to take out their aggression. They don't have an explosive offense. Penn likes to keep games close. Penn likes to keep this uh, game. They want to keep this game in the low 30s, and so does Dartmouth. They have to come out here, and they have to say, we're going to reestablish ourselves as the defensive stalwart that we are. This is an interesting game to watch, though, overall, because Dartmouth doesn't have an Ivy League game, neither does Penn. So it's going to be their first Ivy League game. This is the game that matters, according to Dartmouth. Hey, throw everything else away. It doesn't matter that we lost last week. But I'm interested to see how this game develops. How does this Dartmouth team bounce back? Specifically, how does this defense bounce back from losing a game in overtime, from losing and putting up that kind of offensive performance against them? This is one of those show-me games. I don't mean to disparage Penn and brush them aside, but Dartmouth is supposed to be the standard bearer If Penn comes to plays... They can win this game because of what I've watched the deficiencies with Dartmouth, and that would be a huge win early in the season on the road. Let's go to Saturday's games, 1 o'clock games. We'll start off Harvard, Holy Cross. Holy Cross is a good team. Don't make any mistake about it. Look, Holy Cross is always seemingly on the schedule for Harvard almost every single year, basketball and football-wise. Holy Cross has gone out there. They've beaten Buffalo. Buffalo. On the road. They already handled Yale all over the place, 38 to 14. They beat up Colgate 35 to 10. They've scored 30 or more points in each one of their four games this year. Only one team scored more than 17 points against them. Holy Cross is a complete good team. They are 4-0 on the season for a reason. Harvard, meanwhile, I told you their defensive problems last week did worry me. You put up 21 points in that spot. That worries me. Now they they look better against Merrimack but they didn't look fantastic. I'm waiting for a complete game from Harvard here as well. It's going to take it. Look, Harvard, I'm going to speculate here. Look, they're at home. They'd probably be a small favorite, but it wouldn't shock me if they were the underdog here, and it wouldn't shock me if they lost this game. Again, on the overall standards, it doesn't really matter, but when when you have to look at Harvard, they got to get things right, and you have to get this defense right, really, if you want to go anywhere this year. Yale against Howard. This one is in New Haven. Yeah, look, they took their beating against Holy Cross a couple of weeks ago, came back and gave a beating. Now let's see what they can do against a Howard team. Howard's uneven. They're 1-3 on the year, but they do have a lot of games under their belt. Princeton against Columbia becomes the interesting game of the day for me. Columbia is a team that maybe we overlooked. Maybe we downgraded them a little bit. I thought that Columbia was going to be on the bottom of the barrel here. I didn't think that Columbia was really going to be a contender. And they have looked real impressive after two games. Princeton, meanwhile, we all thought Princeton would be in that contender. They would be maybe the second or the third best team in this conference. We thought Princeton's offense was going to lead the way and be firing on all cylinders. They had a lot of field goals last week that you cannot feel good about. Meanwhile, Columbia has looked really good. Here's a statement game for Columbia. If you want to be taken serious in this conference, you win this game at home against Princeton early in the season before Princeton gets that offensive prowess going. Colgate-Cornell. Cornell goes into Colgate-Hamilton, New York, Andy Kerr Stadium. Cornell is a team that we expected to be near the bottom as well. Colgate's a decent team, but I think they're living a little bit on their reputation. They lost a lot of players from last year. This is a winnable game for Cornell. Brown travels to Rhode Island. This is another game here. Look, uh, Brown, they played good last week late, but they just weren't around early on, and you look at this Brown team. Maybe this is a team that could get a little momentum going. They did beat Bryant, but their defense just seems to not be able to want to stop anybody. Even against Bryant, they put up uh, 28 points on them. Now comes Rhode Island, and you have to travel to Rhode Island. They've already played four games on the season. They're four and four. But Rhode Island put up 35 against Stony Brook, 35 against Bryant. They put up 21 against a good Delaware defense. And they put up 24 against Pitt last week in Pitt. So... You know, look, I I, I get it. They they allowed 40 points in the last two games. This looks like a game where it's going to be a shootout, but they can put up some points as well. So this is a Rhode Island-Brown game where Brown just gave up a ton of points to Harvard. They're going to give up a lot of points to Rhode Island. It's going to be a shootout, but I think that they have a shot in this game. All right, guys, that's going to do it. That is the preview for week number three here. Look, I think Brown-Rhode Island will be a shootout. I'm real interested to see how Columbia performs against Princeton. I think that's going to be the game of the day. But Dartmouth, Penn, and Harvard, and that defense against Holy Cross, also very good games. I do expect Yale and Cornell to walk out with wins, even though that Cornell game could be a tight one. All right, guys, please go check me out at TomBartonSports.com. TomBartonSports over on YouTube and Tom TomBartonSports over on Twitter if you want to talk to me. Have a very good week, everybody.